Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Philly Sedam, your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, August the 14th, as we come off an incredibly, epically disappointing series from the Philadelphia Phillies against the Baltimore Orioles. They lose not one, not two, but all three against the Baltimore Orioles at home. In a season where you're only playing 60 games, the Orioles were supposed to be one of the teams that you were able to take advantage of with the toughest schedule, playing the toughest divisions. The Orioles, they were the ones you were supposed to be able to handle. And they got waxed yesterday, just a, a horrendous showing, 11-4 loss, Jay Toromito. The only one who came to play with all four RBI, two home runs. Just such a frustrating showing from this team yet again, especially in response to what had happened earlier in this series on Tuesday night. They, uh, against the Orioles, the worst loss of the season. We talked about it. Just a... All-time, all-time, all-time loss for a regular season game. The Segura era, the Quinn dive, just bad fundamental baseball. The bullpen being the bullpen, doing bullpen things. And yet, the offense fought back. Romuto and Harper just willing this team on their own. It feels like trying to will them to victory. And yet again, time. After time, after time, after time, this bullpen blows it. And this team doesn't play with any sort of intensity or ferocity or anything. They are just, they are a bummer right now. They are not a fun baseball team sitting at 5-9. and nine. The, the, the ridiculous thing of it all is that because of the way that the, the season is shaking out so far the, and the fact that they have eight playoff teams in the National League, they're, they're not out of it at all. It's early, but they're still not out of it. At 5-9 and nine and playing just some horrendous baseball. We'll look at it all. So much to get into. Let's let's go back and look at yesterday's game, and then we'll look in the more macro sense. It's yesterday. Uh, you know, look, they lose the first two games by a run in each. You know, 10-9 uh, in that disastrous disastrous loss on Tuesday night Wednesday they lose five to four and just a frustrating one to lose Eflin looked really good and the ball just didn't bounce their way some blue pits the cheapest home run you'll ever see at Citizens Bank Park and and ultimately it wasn't their night but then last night there's no excuse no excuse for what happened last night coming into that game after already losing the series at home again at home to the Baltimore Orioles, a team full of guys that no one has ever heard of. And look, that doesn't mean they're bad. The Orioles played much better than the Phillies. The Orioles feel like a better team than the Phillies. Forget the payrolls. I mean, 
just in terms of, of what we saw the last three nights, the Orioles are better right now than the Phillies. I mean, they're certainly playing better. We saw it. They're a better hitting team. They're more fundamentally sound. Like, what? I don't know how this is possible. They've lost over 100 games the last two years. And granted, a small sample size early in the season and a weird ramp-up and all that stuff. But come on, man. Come on. Pedro Severino and Austin Hayes. Hanser Alberto. Renato Nunez. Who are these guys? Who are they? That's the group of guys that just dismantled this Phillies team. What is happening? What am I watching? The Phillies lose 11 to 4 yesterday. Just get pummeled. They even get out to an early lead, or at least the the not that early, the fourth inning, but they get out to the lead early on, a two nothing lead on a Bryce Har- uh, uh, Real Muto home run scoring Bryce Harper, and Arietta seemed to be pretty much cruising along there for a while, and then it falls apart in the fifth inning. Arietta unable to get out of it, and the Orioles put up. A four spot in that inning, and Anthony Santander bases loaded double uh, was ultimately the uh, the death blow there. Canis gave the inning goes four and two thirds, seven hits, four earned, one walk, four strikeouts. Just not a good outing from Jake. And then, of course, hands it over to the bullpen, the trusty old bullpen. Austin uh, Jose Alvarez actually gets through an inning, gives up two hits, but gets through the inning clean, and then. The the terror began through the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. Vince Velasquez comes in. One inning, two earned runs, two hits, one walk. Just did not have it. No velo for Vinny Velo. It was not getting up there. Austin Davis, who I don't know how many more times I can say doesn't belong on a major league roster. I don't know how many more times I can watch Austin Davis come into a game for my team. I'm getting to my breaking point with Austin Davis is what I'm trying to say. Not a dude who deserves to be on a major league roster has proved it time and time and time and time and time again. What more do we need to see from Austin Davis? He goes a third of an inning, gives up two runs on two hits and a walk, of course. Then poor Connor Brogdon did not have a great introduction to the majors either. One and a third. Gives up three earned runs in that time. Ultimately, 11. The Ramita homer would make it 11 of four. But Neil Walker ends up coming in in the uh, ninth for Connor Brogdon getting two outs. Neil Walker! Neil Walker! Neil Walker came in and improved the Phillies' bullpen ERA for the season. Think about that. Neil Walker came in the game and actually helped the bullpen ERA. breathe i gotta breathe i get so worked up over this it's uh, it's astounding it's astounding the the collection of trash that they have put together in that bullpen it really is astounding it's it's a bummer it's a bummer because this team um does have pieces that are working the starting pitching has been good enough and certainly better more often than not and romuto and harper that's the shame of it all those two guys are putting up mvp type seasons both of them putting up MVP type seasons. Harper, another two hits last night. Romito, the two homers. And, and then you look at the rest of the lineup, nothing. Literally, look at this. This is the lineup last night. 
McCutcheon, 0 for 4. Segura, 1 for 4. Didi, 1 for 4. Alec Baum, 1 for 4. And shout out to Alec Baum in his uh, first start. Did have a double in his first at bat down the line. We'll talk more about Baum coming up in a minute. But uh, it was nice to see him. 1 for 4, though. Jay Bruce, 0 for 4. Neil Walker, 0 for 4. Roman Quinn, 1 for 3. And then Harper and, and Romito, 2 for 4 each with two runs each. And uh, all four RBIs for Romito. Uh, Harper's batting 356 on the season with a 491 on base percentage. He is almost getting on base 50% of the time he steps to the plate and a 711 slugging percentage. Even though Romuto has more homers, Harper's numbers are, are actually better. I mean, Harper um, has over, uh, over 1,200 OPS. That's insane. Romuto, for his part, uh, now has seven homers after two last night. Uh, batting 292 with a 358 OBP and a 729 slugging percentage. Um, it's just a shame. That that's what I think of with those guys right now. Is I think of those poor dudes who are just bringing it every night in Romuto and Harper, just really truly having special seasons. And again, season is a relative term. It's been. 14 games so they're on a nice hot streak to start this very short season but 14 games is one game away from a quarter of the season think about that the Phillies will take the field tonight against the Mets and when that game is over they will be a quarter of a way through the season that's why there needs to be more intensity there needs to be more ferocity from this team Someone other than Harper and Romuto needs to step up. They need to have more urgency. This season is slipping away. As they continue to play bad baseball. And look, I think Joe Girardi does deserve blame here. Again, I think that it's not his fault that the bullpen is an all-time historical disaster. That obviously goes above him. So you can't blame him for that. Even though you know, I haven't liked some of his decisions to put certain relievers in certain spots. De Luis Guerra is one that comes to mind. But and and look, I haven't liked some of the lineup decisions. I thought he stuck with Kingery and, and a little too long. Look, last night Hoskins and Kingery both out of lineup. I thought that was a good move, but more Goslin. Just give me people who are getting it done. I'm happy they brought Bohm up. That's important and it and Girardi has intimated that Bohm will play. So that is important. But I, I think that with Girardi you know, for me, I, I just feel like he's lacked intensity and he's la- lacked managing with intensity. And also, look, at, certainly in this series that we saw with the Orioles, I mean, they're playing bad fundamental baseball. And Look, I don't blame him for, for Segura not knowing how to play third, a pop-up from third base or Roman Quinn making a dumb, boneheaded decision to die for a ball he had no chance to get in a, a spot where he absolutely has to keep that ball in front of him first and foremost. But... You can't say Girardi's made a big difference from a, a fundamental baseball standpoint or, or so far a seemingly culture standpoint. Like, it doesn't feel like these guys fight. It doesn't feel like they play with any intensity. You know, look, they fought back in that first game, that crazy game offensively, but it just – and look, I get it. Uh, if I was out there and that were my bullpen, I'm sure it would suck the life out of me too. It does as a fan. I know watching the games, whenever the Phillies have a lead, whenever they get out in front – I can't enjoy it because I know that hammer's coming down. You know, it's 
it's just the Achilles heel of the team. They can't compete with it. And it really does suck the excitement out of the game as a fan. I, I can imagine if you're a player on the field, if you're Bryce Harper, if you're Romito, if you're whatever, and you see these guys come in, and you just know. You say, all right, well, that was a fun one. Guess we're losing that one, right? I mean, that's how I would feel every night. Every night this happens. Three areas over 10 in the bullpen. That's crazy town. It's just a real bummer. It's a real bummer. This team is a bummer. And again, I, I, I just been disappointed a little bit in Girardi with the way he's presented himself and the way he's presented, you know, kind of managed his team so far. And and you know, he was on WIP with Angelo um, yesterday morning, and it just felt like he was kind of wasn't taking enough ownership of of what was going. On. I mean, the bullpen. He was asked about the bullpen problems. And he blamed it on not having Sir Anthony Dominguez and David Robertson. It's like, what? You knew you weren't going to have those guys. Don't give me that BS. I mean, come on. We know better. And that was one of the things that Gabe Kapler got killed for in this town was the lack of honesty, the lack of realness with us. Well, so far, Joe Girardi's had some of that himself. He's had kind of a la-di-da laissez-faire, we'll figure it out type attitude when it's like, dude, you're about to be a quarter of the way through the season. So, again, I've been pretty disappointed so far with Girardi, but I, I, look, I think far more of the blame rests in other places. Let's just say that. I'm not saying I blame Girardi the most, but I have been somewhat disappointed so far. And, again, it's early and all that. And, um, look, I also, to the point I just made with players, I'm sure Girardi, the life gets sucked out of him thinking about having to go out and raise his arm and call a reliever into that game too, you know, in any game. So I feel that. Um, there was some exciting news yesterday, though, as we did find out. Alec Bohm getting called up the Phillies' top prospect. Um, obviously, that's something that I had been calling for in the last few shows, the idea that, look, get people up here who can hit, that I felt pretty confident that Alec Bohm right now, even having never hit in the major leagues, is a better hitter. Then a couple of guys in the lineup for sure, multiple guys in the lineup. And I think two of them were sat down last night. I think Kingery Hoskins are not as good a hitter as Alec Bohm right now. And I think Bohm's going to play. You know, that's what Girardi intimated. That's what Klentak has intimated. Uh, apparently yesterday, sent Klentak said Alec Bohm will get regular playing time, mostly at third base. Uh, Scott Kingery will shift back to a utility-type role, some second base, some center field. Um, which means we'll obviously see Segura at second base. Uh, Adam Hazley went on the 10-day IL with a wrist injury, so I'm sure we'll see Kingery in center, some Quinn in center. Uh, Roman Quinn, I'm good. I don't need to see Roman King. And look, but Kingery can't play center. And um, certainly, uh, you know, the whole, oh, just stick him at second base and he'll be so comfortable he'll hit great. Um, that has not panned out. <laughs> so why not, you know, move around and, and use that versatility at least to your advantage? I mean, right now he's lost the plate obviously. Um, so either way, I think it's smart. You have to get Alec Bohm in the lineup. I would love to see, again, Goslin being let more. Just get guys in there who are hitting um, anything because this lineup has been dormant except for Harper and Romuto. That's the thing is that they haven't been bad. They've had some big games, but, again, we've talked about the lack of consistency, the lack of ability night to night to show up. And the shame of it is that, um, you, know, you don't want your, you you want to be able to some nights be able to win it with the pat with the staff. You know you want to be able to some nights not have to worry about putting up runs. But unfortunately, this team doesn't have that luxury. 
This is an all-time horrible bullpen. They can't afford to just say, okay, uh, you know, we'll just get a few runs tonight and we'll figure it out. No, you got to score a bunch of runs and it sucks. But that's just the way it is. Um, so I'm excited to see Boma. up. Uh, you know, if nothing else, Spencer Howard's going to pitch tonight. That's going to be great. Um, happy to see that Velasquez was put in the pen. Uh, you know, at least if nothing else, right now we have Howard and Bohm up. Some glimpse of some young talent for the future. Again, I think Bohm's going to hit right away. Um, we'll see if the power develops, but he, he's a he's a 300-ish hitter. He's a talented hitter. He's smart at the plate, and I'm excited to see what he could do. Because, look, again, they need something. They need a spark, and ultimately this bullpen is probably too much to overcome, but uh, if you're going to overcome it, you need to score some runs, and Bohm will help with that. So I think it's a smart move. I'm really happy they finally did it. Again, anything they could do to jumpstart this, anything they could do to – change the the energy of this team to to again because it is it is frustrating it is tough it's tough tough watch each night it's a tough watch knowing what's coming and it's incredibly frustrating but again as we said you know you look at the standings and it's uh, that's why it's so imperative that that they show some urgency now because this season's not away yet. It's not over. The Phillies are only four games out of first place in the National League East. I mean, that's stupid. They're horrible. They've been a really bad team. You know, it's it's crazy. And they are right in the thick of the wild card race, too. It's uh, only a game back in that department, a game and a half that range. I mean, what what... This team's been horrible, and they're still right in it. You know, Miami's eight and four. Atlanta's eleven and nine. I mean, they're not running away with anything. The Mets coming to town nine and eleven. You know, this is you win a few games, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're in the playoffs right now. I mean, that's what this season is. And granted, as I said, it's a sham for many reasons, that being one of them. But um, the Phillies do have the opportunity to to, to still compete. Like the season is far from over, and yet. It has been just so uh, such a tough watch, and it's so hard to believe in them because of the bullpen. Again, that's I think what it really comes down to is is you can't look at this team and say, um, I think they have a chance because it's it's just it's it's too much to overcome. I mean, they have no one who can get out. It's actually astounding. You would think you would fall into a couple good bullpen pitchers by mistake. You would think one or two of the young guys would come up and be able to handle it. I mean, remember when Sir Anthony came up and it was like, out of nowhere, this guy was the best reliever in the pen? Like, I'm not saying that has to happen, but could we get someone who could just come in and, and get an out without giving up a run? Is that allowed? Is it possible? It's... It, Again, astounding is the word that comes to my mind. It's just, it's truly hard to believe that, A, this team was able to assemble such a monumentally ineffective bullpen, and B, that they were willing to go into the season with it. You're wasting Bryce Harper and JT Romuto MVP-type seasons. This is Harper's age 27 season, and again... I know it's a sham of a season. You know how I feel. I think this 
whole 60 game thing with them making up the schedule as they go along and you know the Cardinals have played five games five games still they've only played five games this season's a joke and that's okay I'm okay with it because I'm just gonna enjoy what it is uh, and I'm totally cool with it but I'm not gonna acknowledge it as some real true major league baseball season that we should look at the history books and say that was a world series champion no way i mean that's not what this is this is a weird thing but that doesn't mean i don't want the phillies to win it and they're not going to i mean let's be real but it doesn't mean i don't want them to make the playoffs whatever this playoffs thing is this year like i want it i want them to be there it sucks and again it's it's so within reach they're one game back of the Nationals and, and a game and a half back of the Mets or whatever. A game back of the Mets. I mean, they've been horrendous. They are, uh, again, this series against the Orioles was like a parody of a Major League Baseball team. It was like a Little League team against a, a Major League squad. And that, again, is an Orioles team that's lost over 100 games multiple years in a row. Like, what is... What is there to be positive and optimistic about with this Phillies team? The... And yet they're in it. They're in it. So it's, it's, uh, it look, it's tough to see a light at the end of the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel is again, Harper and Romuto are playing out of their minds. And the starting pitching's been pretty good. I, I just, I, I struggle to see a light with this bullpen as bad as it is. It's, it seems like an insurmountable type of obstacle. It really does. It really does. And look, maybe they figure out a way to trade for somebody, or maybe they bring in some guys. Again, what I can't understand is how so many teams with such limited resources put together better bullpens. I mean, the Marlins are playing with a taxi squad, and their bullpen's like seven runs better ERA-wise. I mean, it's crazy. Every year, the Indians and the Rays and teams like that on a shoestring budget find a way to build quality, even great Major League Baseball bullpens while also building great rosters. I mean, look at the Indians' roster, the Rays' roster. I mean, it's young and talented, and they do it for a quarter the amount of money the Phillies do, the Rays do at least. I mean, come on. Come on. And going into the season with both with this bullpen was a a disastrous decision, and one that's going to come back to haunt this team and is coming back to haunt this team, and it's a bummer because with all these playoff teams, all this this was a year the Phillies could have could have done something fun and and made it a memorable year, and now it just feels like it's going to fade away because of a crappy bullpen. Back at it uh, tonight, the Mets in town. Seven oh five tonight, six oh five tomorrow, one oh five or on Sunday. Um, nice little pitching trio for the Phillies. They got Spencer Howard tonight against Jacob DeGrom, which obviously is terrifying. So that's a, not a great matchup, but you got Howard on the hill. Then Aaron Nola against Steven Matz and Zach Wheeler against Rick Porcello. At least I, I would say you have the advantage in two of the three and you're never going to have the advantage against DeGrom. And, um, you know, that's big. Uh, you know, you need Nolan Wheeler to both go nine. Let's do it. <sighs> um, but the Mets, uh, you know, coming in, uh, Playing a little good. Uh, playing a little hot. Jeff McNeil got hurt, so that's uh, a blow to the Mets. He's obviously a really good player and always finds a way to, to kill the Phillies. So um, We'll see. 
I, again, I don't know how you could go into this series and feel good about it just after what we've seen. So we'll see. I expect them to lose two or three because I think they're bad. I think they'll find a way to win one. Nola, maybe, whatever. But, uh, you know, I just don't feel good about it. I don't know how you go with this bullpen. The Mets bullpen so much better. So much better. So, you know. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe uh, this weekend is the weekend that uh, Ramon Rosso finally figures it out and Connor Brogdon, after getting his first outing out of the way, is, is finally good and whatever and all that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, either way, guess what? We'll be back to talk about it after the weekend. So, um, everyone, don't let the Phillies get to you too much. Hopefully, it'll turn around and stay safe, stay healthy. And again, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.